All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Uh, we are back. We're starting a new game tonight. We are playing Werewolf: The Apocalypse, the new version uh, from Renegade Game Studios. Uh, it's fifth edition version, uh, and uh, some folks here have uh, have some familiarity with Werewolf. Others do not. And uh, this is going to be a session zero, so we're going to be building a lot of stuff. Uh, from scratch, we're going to be going over character creation. We're going to be doing some relationship mapping and some world building, all that kind of stuff. So if you are watching this thinking you're going to see actual play, uh, that is not what's actually happening tonight, but that will be happening next week and uh, every Thursday thereafter. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do we're going to do our, our you know, our uh, basically everything. We're going to walk through it slowly and in all the different ways that we can kind of build werewolves. Uh, this is also not a sequel, but we've done other World of Darkness games on the channel. We've we uh, we did that about a year ago or maybe not even a full year ago. Aaron, Melissa, I we played in a, we ran the new fifth edition of Hunter. Uh, and so we're going to kind of keep the similar setting, even though we're not it's not a sequel. You don't have to actually know anything. Uh, so it's kind of our own little little section of the world that we're building up. But that's what we got going on tonight. Um, and I think we should just dive in. Let's just let's just dive right in. Like we don't have any characters to introduce yet. And if you've watched this before, you know who everybody is. Slightly different spaces. Uh, but let's go. Um, okay. So a couple big questions first. Uh, and this is uh this like this is really I just kind of want to get an idea of what the the general vibe we want for the for the for the chronicle, which is the the the, the world of darkness term for for campaign. Are we talking? Do we want to get serious horror? Do we want to be more pulpy? Do we want to be like fighting, fighting, fighting? Do we just want rampage stuff? Do we want more weird supernatural stuff? Like just trying to get an idea of of what people are are into for this one. If anyone wants to throw out an idea, like or or even like um like a comparative thing. Like, are we looking to just be rampage werewolf fighting all the time? Do we want more inner conflict? Do we want tribe versus tribe conflict? You know, werewolf versus werewolf. What are we thinking? I like the idea of true gritty horror um, with the, with the, you know, spooky supernatural, supernatural mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm, yeah. And definitely yeah. uh, inner conflict between the werewolves of the pack, you know, to give us something, you know, some so, edginess to our so everyone wants about effect. three or four of the options you threw out. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little, little buffet action. That's totally yeah, fine. Link it up. He okay. really just wants to attack one of us. So give that him that chance. Really... Yeah, as long as he's got the opportunity. Give to me a give me a us. give me a knife in somebody's ear, Stephen, <laughs> and I'm I'm taking it out. Is he in chat? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. mm. Yep. Yep. If you've watched our hunter, uh, our hunter game, you know that Steven got stabbed in the in the ear by uh, by Aaron's character. It's fun, fun times. All right, because yeah. so he deserved it. He deserved. It. <laughs> oh, he is in <laughs> chat. He is in chat. Hey. Hey. It's like we say his name and he appears. He's just like Pennsylvania Pope. You just say his name. Right. Pops up. Uh, um, okay. So I've always been a fan of pulpy supernatural detective y stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And dark horror, I have no problem with. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. werewolves are beefy enough that we can survive some gritty horror, oh, yeah. so. Okay, awesome. Uh, all right, I think, I mean, that gives me an idea. Because, I mean, I have some ideas for what I want to do in the campaign. I just want to make sure we're like kind of hitting the tones that you guys are looking for. That works. Uh, okay, so then let's let's dive into some aspects in terms of the setting. So first, for those, if you haven't, you know, read the book, there are some Werewolf, the Apocalypse Truths. I'm just going to read them straight from the book just to give us all kind of, so we're all on the same page. 
about if you're completely unfamiliar with the with the setting, which is kind of a reset, just so everybody knows if you're watching this and you're like an old school werewolf and the, the fifth fifth version kind of resets stuff. So werewolves have the ability to take numerous forms on the spectrum from lupine to hominid. So basically you can there's a couple different forms. You could be different types of wolves, actual wolves. You could be half, you know, half monstrous wolf, half human, or you could be something much closer to human, or you can just be basically human. Uh, werewolves belong to multiple worlds, spirit in flesh, wolf in human, but are wholly accepted by none. So a lot of this game is about that idea of not quite having a home, not quite having a specific community or being, being torn between two places. Uh, werewolves are feared and mistrusted by each of the worlds to which they partially belong. So the flesh in the spirit world to some degree. Uh, werewolves are creatures of rage, forever at risk of losing control of themselves. Rage is the main mechanic of werewolf that kind of separates it or distinguishes it from like hunter and vampire if you're familiar with those other games werewolves are charged with an unreliable greater purpose by gaia uh, a spiritual entity who is herself inherently unknowable and werewolves consider the worm uh, a primal force of entropy and decay to be the chief threat to gaia uh, and much of uh, Garo of garo existence is spent confronting its agents real or imagined so those are the basic fundamental truths of werewolf now, in terms of our setting, um, we are Southwest U.S. Sorry, Kipser. In the Southwest U.S., based primarily around Phoenix. We just built it because a lot of us were in the Southwest when we started Hunter, and so we're just going to continue it. So it's totally fine if you're completely unfamiliar with it, but it's basically a desert city with a desert around yeah? it. Yeah? Okay, desert. Go. Desert? That's, that's really <laughs> it. If you ask if there's water anywhere, okay. the answer is no. Uh, there is not landlocked. What's the weather like? It's hot. There you go. Oh my God, okay. my surfer idea just got <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a surfer in Arizona. There's, you can sand surf with the. It's like a. Don't they have the parasols? You can surf on the sand. Mm -hmm. Um, probably. I don't know. If we have a lot of that here. I know. Basically, four wheeling is the big thing here. Uh, so yeah. that's, you got to go to the desert, bro. Deserts of eastern of eastern uh, California have better dunes, I think. Yeah, we don't really. We're very dry, so like and we don't flat. have sandy <laughs> deserts. We have like <laughs> flat, <laughs> compacted earth deserts. Uh, is basically what we have. Uh, it is modern day, so don't worry. We're not going to worry too much about the specific year or whatever that. But it's going to be modern day, so all like tech, you know, technologies, all that kind of the equivalent, whatever you might expect. Uh, we're all going to be basically. We're, we'll we'll build a little bit of the Cairn in the SEP community later, uh, but basically, we're, you're all part of the same kind of community, uh, and uh, not in the city, but kind of on the outskirts, or even all the way into the desert. Like we could even be like a desert commune, or uh, in that as well. So we'll we'll sort of define that a little bit more. Uh, in terms of the area, there are active hunter groups. There is an active vampire coterie. These are th so like we will see some other components of that pop in, uh, and so. There are so we're gonna so sometimes I might tie it with some other things that we've done in uh, in the setting. All right, so then what we first need to do uh, before we get into character creation is we need to decide on some what are called chronicle tenets in and also some themes. So tenets are basically they, they they do actually have a mechanical. This isn't just like for flavor. This is they actually do have a mechanical impact on the game, uh, as they do somewhat define. Uh, how you start moving towards like your one of your death states. Like there's a couple different tracks we'll talk about later that you can kind of get towards a death state. And so if you start going against the tenants that you set up for the Chronicle, then 
you can potentially start uh, start going bad. Uh, so so basically, a Chronicle Tenet is, for the most part, it's just um, the boundaries, like their moral and ethical boundaries of the game, and and it's it's some of it's like. It's all going to be defined by us. And you all primarily are actually going to define it, not even me. There are some samples in the book that we can go by. We can either pull them directly or we can kind of come up with our own. And it's really just about what are the things that if your werewolf went against these things would be considered like an egregious, like a, a lapse of like ethic, ethical and moral boundaries. And if you were to go against it, you would have had to have like a very, very good reason to. So some of the examples in the book... Uh, the environmentalist one, for instance, never cause harm to Gaia. Do not hoard resources. Never put short-term gains ahead of long-term goals. So those, if we wanted an environmentalist-focused chron uh, chronicle tenant, we could do that. Uh, there's apocalypse radicalism. Do not cling to the old ways. Never kill an outsider. Vengeance must be served. So those are the things that you would follow. If you start not doing those types of things, you could potentially move you know, when you start moving on your tracks towards, uh, I always forget the H's. We just <laughs> talked about them for, if you want to look up Aaron. And then finally, uh, another example they have is traditionalists. You can uphold the litany, uh, heed your elders, only ritual challenges merits killing of other Garrow or, or werewolves. So Harano those are all examples. Hoglust? What's Harano, that? Yeah, Harano and Hoglusk. That's that. The second one of those, when you start... Uh, you start kind of getting towards an ex when you start going down that track, uh, that's where you start to get very extreme, uh, like extreme, like extreme examples of people who would break these tenets, essentially, is what that kind of ends up being. Uh, so. What are we thinking? What do you what are you thinking? Are there any of those sound interesting? We can mix and match. We can come up with our own. What Sorry, you could you thinking? run through a couple again? Sorry. There's the environmentalist one, so it's not causing harm to Gaia, not hoarding resources, uh, not putting short-term gains ahead of long-term goals, so not like going for profit when the, the world is burning, that kind of stuff. Apocalypse radicalism uh, is, another, is another category. Do not cling to the old ways, never kill an outsider, vengeance must be served. Then there's the traditionalist, which is uphold the litany, which is basically like werewolf, you know, werewolf law and sort of sort of so, so to speak heed your elders only ritual challenge merits killing of other gara so if you don't want a lot of werewolf on werewolf fighting traditionalist is definitely the way to go so i think again, environmentalist is one of them i yeah. almost think. yeah a I mixture like the first of gaia two. and apocalypse yeah, first two yeah. first two we can and we can we can combine like we like we can combine oh, yeah. these so from the environmentalist ones do we want to do never cause harm to gaia we like yes. that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Do not hoard and resources. Do we want that one too? I think swap that one out with an apocalypse one. Okay. Mm. Uh, vengeance do we want must it? be served. Vengeance must be served. Okay. Vengeance must be served. I like that one. All right. So we're kind of like a little mix. Uh, so vengeance must be served. All right. I also knew Aaron would like that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> vengeance yeah. is always a good choice. <laughs> You got to throw a smackdown on somebody every once in a while. Oh, for sure. Right in their uh, okay. ear. So we got a third one if we want to do. So like all, of the, not that there have to be three, but like mm -hmm. three is a fairly common grouping. Mm -hmm. So do we want, so from, from environmentalists, a third one is never put short-term gains ahead of long-term goals. Uh, from apocalypse radicalism, there's no, do not cling to old ways, never kill an outsider. 
Uh, any of those sound like we Never would want kill for an outsider or the short term goals. Yeah. Yeah. One of those two I'm happy with. Okay. What are we Jamie thinking? or Evan? Or I think Melissa? I'm okay with the short term yeah. one, unless mm-hmm. unless okay. we end up with a character, <laughs> unless we build a character that we realize will very much go against mm. that. Then yeah, we, right. we can cycle back at the end. <laughs> like, we'll yeah. cycle okay. back at the end. Make sure make there's sure nothing everything we want to change. Okay, so I'm going to well, put that down. Together. And some of the but some of the fun parts of this chronicle could be one of these one of our werewolves slowly ticking down that path towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is like. It's not that you're you're not allowed to do these types of things. It's just there's consequences for doing mm-hmm. so. And and if you're doing it for selfish reasons, then that's going to hurt your, you know, hurt your status among your renown amongst other werewolves. But if you do it for good reasons, I mean, there's there's conflict interest there. So it's just what our chronicle tends are. All right. So we're good there. Uh, in terms of and we've already kind of talked about like themes and stuff like that. So let's just dive into character creation. All right. You all ready? You got your PDFs up and such. Right. Yeah. All right. So it so Werewolf encourages you to start with like a, a sort of a generic pitch. Like what's your big, big picture? And so some of the examples they have is like werewolf soldier of fortune or drug addled shapeshifter oracle. So if if you have something in mind, if you know a phrase and we can we can use that to help sort of give you some advice on maybe what to choose as we go along. If you don't have a big picture and you just rather just kind of pick the options as we go, we can do that as well. Um, but that is at, at some point we'll we'll try to mm-hmm. we'll try to get that that big picture picked together. Um, a werewolf, though, mechanically speaking, you the two biggest Two first decisions you make, and they're very, very big ones, are auspice and tribe. So auspice is what you do. It's ba- it's the closest thing to a class. If you're thinking of class-based games, it's the closest thing there is there's to a class. And it's it's defined by your first change where the moon was in the sky, the you know, the night of your first change. And each one of those has things that they do slightly better than others, or that they're more prone to doing, that kind of thing. Um, so that's why. They're kind of like classes there are later when we get into gifts and talents and special abilities, there are some that are limited to your auspice like that, that are gated by your auspice. Not a, there's still a ton others to choose from, but there's some. So the auspices that we have, uh, there's Rakabash, which was born under the new moon. Uh, these tend to be questioners of tradition, gadflies of the, of the guru. Uh, they are like tricksters and rogues and non-traditionalists kind of like that. Uh, there's the Theurge, which were born under the crescent moon. Uh, these are mystics, kind of spirit talkers, visionaries, ritualists. Uh, they do have an affinity for interacting with spirits. Uh, is it the, now is it Philodox or is it Philodox, Aaron? Philodox. Philodox. These, uh, born of the half moon. Uh, these are judges, arbiters, peacekeepers, mediators of conflict. They're, they're they know the letter of the litany so they're almost like the lawyers in some way which i probably shouldn't have said that because i don't know if that makes them sound uh, less fun to play uh there's the <laughs> galliard which are the which is born of the gibbous gibbous moon which is which are like storytellers lore keepers um they uphold the spirit of the litany heralds things like that and then there's the arun which are born of the full moon they are generally warriors and champions etc now again just because they're warriors and champions doesn't mean every werewolf is gonna be badass so it's just that's kind of their focus so i'm going to stop talking i'm gonna turn it over to you all to i don't know chat what which kind of auspices everyone's kind of interested in playing and let's figure it out 
My top two are Ragabash and Alrun. Uh, my top two are Ragabash and Thurridge. Those are also oh. my top two. Yeah. I'd say my <laughs> top two are Philodox and Arun. Mm. I, I could also like, go Galliard. Yeah, I think Philodox is interesting too. I don't know if I have a second one. I mean, Arun's kind of... Mm-hmm. More simple, I guess you could say. Like you know what you're gonna be good at. Straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so do we want to start the dominoes with Yeah, we gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Evan, do you wanna I mean I said I was gonna fill in, so you guys Melissa, <laughs> you always pick last. I've never played. Yeah. I so vote I'll Melissa picks first. I second. Okay. I just <laughs> I know Melissa. I love Melissa, my wife. Just saying, asking her to make a decision. <laughs> it's a two-hour stream. I don't know what we have time. <laughs> I won't wait here. <laughs> uh, all right, Melissa, uh, get the dominoes around. Pick one. Uh, I was most excited about Theurge. Okay. So all right. if that doesn't harsh anyone's vibe, that was... Kipser was the, the only other person I think who liked Theurge. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, what was your second one then, uh, Kipser? Uh, Ragadash. Ragabash. Who else wanted Ragabash? I was I was either Ragabash or Arun was my interest, and then, but I can. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, Kipser, do you want to do Ragabash then? I will okay. take Ragabash. All right. Uh. Well, since we took one away from Aaron, we'll go to Aaron then. It's a domino. <laughs> so Aaron, Aaron gets the warrior. <laughs> okay. Yep. He doesn't have to. He could, he could, he could, you know. Yeah, I'll gross. take it. Aaron, I'll take Aaron. Okay. Shocker. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not like okay. I spent my entire adult life as a soldier, but. <laughs> you don't have I love to it. pick it. No, no, I, I. I actually kind of liked Dalrin, so make, that's why I was uh, that was that was why it was my top two. Okay, mm -hmm. fair enough. I think uh, Jeremy was Aaron, one of yours. Yes. Okay, so then what was your other other one? Philodox. Are you good with Philodox then? I am. All right. So that means if you're feeling <laughs> if you're feeling it, that means it's Galliard. I got the one. No one said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you did say Phil. No, are yeah, you good cool. with playing that? There's no yeah. rule. There's no rule that we have to cover all of them. So no, no, like, no, if somebody no, really doesn't no want it, there's problem. no reason we can't play two auspices. Okay. I will figure it out. I expect okay. a like, guitar next time. If you want to do Philodox, I, I can fill. No, no, no. It's good. Okay. Again, you don't. we don't have to cover all five. It's perfectly fine to have more than one of the same auspice. There's no, there's no rules against it. I am it. doing it. Okay. All right. All right, tribe time. And I would say because there's there's 11 tribes, and I would also say when we pick when you guys pick your tribe, uh and tribe where where auspice says what you do, tribe is like why you do it, like what's your kind of primary like driving force and also defines your patron spirit. Uh your patron spirit will define thing uh, a favor and a ban which is both um which will be, give you like a little bit of a bonus and a potential penalty. It's really small. It's very minor, but it does, it does give you some role-playing prompts. And so I'm going to go through them. Uh, I would say with tribes, especially 
do not, I would say do not, I know that we, we tried to cover all the auspices. There's nothing wrong with having multiple people from the same tribe. I think that makes perfect sense. I'm not saying we have to, but like, I, I would just say, don't avoid it. It's, I think it would be totally okay. So let's just go through the 11 ones. I'm just going to read through them and I'm just going to cover the, the big, the big picture stuff on them. And then, uh, and then you all can read as I go. So this is basically in alphabetical order. So black furies, they are, uh, people who are usually at the forefront of conflicts and causes, be they big or small, their, their primary concern is pursuit of justice at all costs. That's kind of what it is. They want to take down people who abuse power. Their patron spirit is Gorgon and they are primarily associated with glory. Now there are there are three different kinds of renown in game, wisdom, honor, and glory. And a patron spirit is normally associated with one of the, one of those three. Uh, that'll be important later, but it does have, it does actually have a mechanical effect. So, uh, cause there are some, some gifts that you'll use later, some, some of the special powers and stuff that, that might require certain, certain ranks essentially of wisdom, honor, or glory. So the patron spirit of black fears or the Gorgon, uh, normally associated with glory, uh, it's basically about taking down systemic power. And so there's, again, each one of these has a favor and a ban. So a favor for Gorgon is that you can sometimes add an extra die to a pool. If you're doing something, that's trying to oppose positions of power. Uh, but if you are neglecting, um, if you are neglecting to prevent injustice, you could also be penalized and make it so you don't get as much willpower back. Uh, there are also archetypes within each tribe. Archetypes don't have a real mechanical effect. They're really just kind of giving you flavor as to what you could potentially do with your character, like how you can kind of define them and how they play. Like there's no, like there's no specific requirement. You don't have to be these types of things. It's just, these are some of the concepts that might, some of the people that might end up being uh, like within this tribe. So for Black Furies, the archetypes are most wanted. So a person who's, who's quite wanted, uh, EMT, musician, outrider. Uh, I'm not going to read through all of them, but if you go, if you, for the players, if you go into the specific chapter uh, for tribes, like you can see as they, you can see like the, the, the bigger write-ups for what they, what those specific archetypes mean. Uh, so that's black fury, fury, excuse me. Uh, then there are the bone gnars, uh, bone gnars are usually people in the periphery of society. They, they're people who can normally go unnoticed and they also discover secrets. And so that's what they primarily care about. The idea of uncovering secrets. They're, they're associated with the patron spirit rat and honor. Uh, and you can get some a minor bonus from trying to find knowledge uh, with a purpose and you can potentially get penalized uh, if you um, if you pass up opportunities, if you're not an opportunist, basically. Uh, archetypes are uh, a zine raconteur, so like a, like a small press pub, sound tech, friend of ours, and gig wheelman. Uh, the children of Gaia. Uh, they're the conscience of guru, or at least that's some of the phrase that kind of can pop up every now and then they ask why and to what end they pursue higher knowledge. And they're, they also are healers. They heal wounds. Their patron spirit is unicorn who's associated with wisdom. Uh, they, uh, they basically want 
they want you to learn how to do stuff or how things interrelate, I should say. So uh, you could potentially get bonuses to awareness or insight roles sometimes. And you also could potentially get penalized uh, if you're if you're lying or if you're deceitful for personal gain. Uh, Sawbones, dealer, wayfair, and miner are common archetypes. Uh, there's gate stalkers, which are basically people who track. Uh, so they relentlessly track enemies and bring them down. Uh, so they're all about hunting prey, that kind of thing. They're associated with the patron spirit, the North Wind, who's associated with honor. Uh, they, you can potentially get extra bonuses when you're trying to pursue prey. You can also get potentially penalized, uh, if you, um, if you do not partake in a fresh kill, uh, every day, uh, there's drifter, spirit walker, gaucho, and leech talker are the names of archetypes for common characters that might fall into the gate stalker tribe. Uh, there's the ghost council, uh, which are secretive seekers of mystery. They look to uncover hidden knowledge and court dangerous allies. They are often, uh, guides, academics, uh, and religious folk, people who are seeking higher, uh, higher learning, deeper questions, things like that. Um, they are associated with the horned serpent. That's the spirit with wisdom is the, uh, is what they're primarily associated with. And it's very transactional. So like they get like their relationship with their spirit. Uh, so they encourage people to look at things from all angles and you can potentially get bonuses on like investigation or cult or subtle subterfuge uh, dice pools. And you can potentially get penalized um, when you don't satisfy your curiosity. Like if, if I hint at something and you decide to not do it, then you could potentially get penalized for it. Uh, contemplative, saboteur, witch, and shepherd are all archetypes uh, commonly associated with the ghost council. Uh, the glass walkers are masters of technology and human methods of outsmarting enemies. They're science types. So if you're interested in playing a scientist of some kind or an engineer or a technician or an inventor, a uh, pretty solid tribe for you. Uh, they care about learning and applying knowledge adaptation. Uh, their patron spirit is the spider and it's associated with wisdom and you could potentially get bonuses to doing things with tech or science and you could potentially get penalized uh, if you destroy complex machines and vehicles, computers, etc., urban planners, car liberators, which is a fun way of putting that detectives. I like that. Uh, name. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, detective and tattoo artist are all uh, common archetypes within the glass walkers. Uh, heart wardens is the next one. They are stewards of nature. They defend and they nurture territory. They also try to reclaim territory as well. Sometimes lost to, to different things. Uh, they are associated with the stag, uh, which is with glory. Um, they can potentially get bonuses to things like survival or animal can, which is like animal handling in a way, um, or anything that's nature related craft, you know, craft type roles. And you can potentially get bonuses if you let somebody who is under your hospitality come to harm. Uh, common archetypes are huntsman, digital cairn strategist, MC, and local legend. There are the red talons. It's next. Almost done, folks. Red talons. Uh, they, those are folks who, not all of them, but many of them have their first change happen among wolves as opposed to like in the human world. They're very angry and they are one of the more radical tribes. Uh, but they do give voice to those that don't have a voice, uh, and that includes animals. Uh, they care a lot about curtailing the influence of humans. 
Uh, and when they get very radical, they can even start culling populations, including human populations. Um, they their patron spirit is Griffin, who is associated with honor. And uh, you can get bonuses to brawl. Uh, and you can get uh, penalized if you are making use. This is funny. This one cracks me up. If you if a session occurs in which a red talon makes use of academics, driving, finance, firearms, science or technology to repair or utilize something, you can you can potentially be penalized for that. I saw uh, that. It's like, no, that is not how you interact with the world. <laughs> that's, they are different. Uh, archetypes. So I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. It's very well defined, you know. Uh, archetypes, bounty hunter, man eater, prepper, and plague dog. Uh, next one, three more shadow lords. Uh, shadow lords, they dominate allies and enemies through strength and guile. So, like, it's all about dominance and submission. And they try to learn weaknesses of folks, very shrewd intuition, calculating minds, strategists, warlords, that kind of thing. Uh, they are associated with the patron spirit thunder. Uh, which is uh, which is the renown is glory. Uh, you can get potential bonuses to animal ken, intimidation, and subterfuge uh, when you're threatening or exploiting weaknesses, uh, and you could potentially be penalized uh, if um, if you ever are defeated in a conflict, which doesn't necessarily mean being being a fight, just any kind of conflict, to a garo that has lesser total renown than you. Uh, their archetypes are Boyer, Hacktivist, Midnight Terror, and Assassin. Uh, silent Striders are wanderers, travelers, messengers, news bearers. They care about the journey, scouter, you know, scouts, stuff like that. Uh, they're also very versed in the different customs and cultures because they travel a lot. And so they care about delivering messages. They care about travelers. Sometimes they're seen as um, kind of a pretentious sign if they suddenly show up within a, within a sept or a community. Uh, their patron spirit is owl and they are associated with wisdom. Uh, they can potentially get bonuses to athletics and stealth in certain situations. Uh, but they could also be penalized if they ever, um, if they're not performing like certain commemorative rites when they witness things happen. Uh, archetypes are kin seeker, ambassador, revivalist, long haul trucker. And then finally silver fangs. And I told Jeremy that if I were playing, uh, this is what I would be. Silver fangs are leaders. And that's not why. The they're the basically they're the closest thing to noble lineage. Uh, they have a legacy of aristocracy and decisiveness. Um, they primarily care about leading, rallying, inspiring, motivating, etc. Their patron spirit is the falcon. It's associated with honor. You can get uh, bonus bonuses potentially to persuasion and leadership, and you can potentially get penalized um, if you. If you ever take actions that might cause you to lose renown and the archetypes, and this is, this is where my idea came from local celebrity, Hetman, uh, glory days, QB or noble in exile. And so I would make, if I were playing Al Bundy is who I would. Make. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the best archetypes. I think like all mm. in that one, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, some good ones. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to stop glory talking now because I just QB. talked for a really long time and I'm going to let mm -hmm. you all talk amongst yourselves about what you want to do red talent <laughs> oh my god i'm this I mean, is my shock face what? oh wow I didn't a see warrior that werewolf red talent no. <laughs> <laughs> 
like is there a particular archetype within maybe, maybe there'll be a little bit there. of a surprise there <laughs> which archetype you pick i'm tempted um, to go with you first yeah, no 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 no. you started talking first so i'm tempted to go with heart warden i think especially if we're going with kind of the more environmental thing mm-hmm. so somebody who if, if the phylox has a little bit more knowledge or tradition be somebody who has a little bit more roots in whatever the local spot we have set up. Maybe even go with local legend. Like he's somebody that's been living in this area for quite a bit of time, even before things start. Yeah, I like that. Nice. Old man werewolf. Old say it again, Jeremy. Werewolf. I'm sorry. What what tribe did you say? I totally was paying attention. Heartwarden. Heartwarden. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Did you pick like an archetype? I'm sorry, I missed the archetype. I, I think I would go with maybe less huntsman because we've already got a red talon. So that that's clearly our, our true hunter. I'd go mm. more with local legend, especially local legend, if it's somebody who's been yeah. in this area for a long time, even before the events of what's going on. Um, if I'm playing Ragabash, I think the uh, Glasswalker detective would make sense. Oh, always cool. questioning and digging Ooh. into mysteries. And I would think, um, so it's genetic, passed down, but I wasn't necessarily aware of it. Got shot, wolfed out. Now I have to deal with it. Love it. Uh what about uh, Melissa or Evan? Evan, what are you thinking? Um, I w- my initial idea, because based off the cl- the class, the Galliard, I was thinking of doing like more of like a cartography as how the person explains history. Like they have all the old ancient land of like they know where it was divided and where it's been lost. And so like they have all of this old knowledge. So I was thinking stuff maybe like silent striders, like they've wandered all across and they've just gathered numerous old maps that people thought are gone, like ancient history type of thing. Yeah, I think that can work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a particular archetype within that? Or did I miss it? I was thinking what was the first one? The Kinseeker? Yeah. I think Kinseeker could possibly be a part of that. Like maybe they've helped corral people into other cairns and stuff as they continue traveling. Yeah, finding the I, next generation I of werewolf. I mm. know it's not what people are saying, but every time everyone says Kinseeker, I keep hearing Karen, okay? I'm, I'm sorry. Karen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> not that. <laughs> oh. All right, Melissa, you've stalled long enough. I well, <laughs> and I'm I am scrambling now. Um, I said I two people could be from the same tribe. There's no reason two people can't be from the same tribe, especially since you have different auspices. You might have different archetypes. Like it, it, it doesn't. You don't have to worry. About, and it's perfectly fine. Like like when we do our later on, we do the relationship maps and stuff. You guys can have some shared shared history together. Like it, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing to do it. Because I was also thinking well and this is why i kind of need to think about it um i was also going to do silent strider kin seeker whoa whoa <laughs> well, it's about to hell off i mean Evan already it. what the heck i already got the last class come on man i know right that's fair that's shadow lords hacktivist no i don't mind you doing that he could i could do like ambassador my idea wasn't necessarily tied to kin seeker my idea was more about traveling and, and so ambassador would make a lot of sense too because 
they could just be trying to gain that knowledge and not lose it as they continue traveling. So if you want to do Kinseeker, we can be from the same one. So I know that I know that Ghost Council, while they're not necessarily like travelers and the messenger type, I do know that one of the things they do primarily care about is the concept of journeying, but that, that's also mm-hmm. metaphorical to some degree as well. It's not, it's, a, it's not always just the physical journey, but the, like the, the spiritual or the intellectual journey and stuff. I do know that that is a word that did come up with them, but it's a little different. Uh, but like if you're talking about like lore and keeper of history and finding like I think Ghost Council could also work too. That's that's something you're interested in. And it's also wisdom. They're a wisdom based. Um, uh, what's it called? Patron spirit. Yeah, I'm trying to think because it's kind of that. It, it did, I could also because I don't think anybody else went Children of Gaia, right? I wasn't. Reading and not listening. Not yet. I don't no, think no. no. I think nope. we got Glasswalker from Kipser, Red Talons from Aaron, Heart Warden from Jeremy, and Silent Strider from Evan. So I could do Children of Gaia. Yep. And I could do Wayfarer. Okay. And again, the archetypes, like, you don't. The archetypes are just there to help give you concepts. It's not, there's no mechanical connection to that at all. It's just, it's just there to kind of give you an idea of the type of people that, that might be within it. So you can always go off the book with that. All right. So you want to lock it in? Spirit is a unicorn. Yep. 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 (laughs) I know I couldn't get, I had to make sure my patron spirit wasn't something I wasn't going to like. Unicorn stuff. Yeah, yeah. that is the most important. It was for me. <laughs> that was like half the battle finding something cool. <laughs> yeah, there there were a couple that I was like, eh, I don't know that that's my favorite. Like yeah. patron spirit. I am a little surprised and disappointed that Aaron didn't go Glasswalkers uh, and be a Spider patron spirit. Glass yes, I saw I that. Disappointed, I Aaron. saw that. I, I thought about that, but we had already talked. Kipster and I had already talked, and she was interested in the technology side. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "That's fair." I was going to go fair. the full wolf side. That's good. Okay, right on. Hunter All right, I th- callback. I think then we are done with auspices and tribes, and we can dig into some of the math. Uh, okay, so let's get into your attributes. Uh, attributes is is. There's no random rolling or anything like that. You have a spread and you're going to allocate them. This game's all about dots. If you look at the character sheets and such, like you'll see there's dots next to everything. And that the dot the dots is always going to be important. So uh, with attributes, there's three big categories. There's your physical, there's your physical attributes, there's your social attributes, and there's your mental. You all have played plenty of role-playing games. You know what they all mean, right? So strength, dex, stamina, charisma, manipulation, composure, intelligence, wits, resolve. So you kind of know... Uh, probably what they mean. I will, I will let you know though, that certain, certain attributes will contribute to things like health and willpower. So I would, you know, unless you're intentionally doing it, be careful about making those your dumb stats. So like stamina will, will contribute to your overall health and then resolve and composure will contribute to your willpower. And so, you know, not saying you necessarily have to I just, just don't, don't make it your dump stat basically is all I'm saying. Uh, so you, the spread that you get, you get to assign one attribute for, so whatever like your, your big and important best attribute is, then you get three at three, you get four at two and you get one at one. So you have one at four, one at one, and then like everything else is basically threes and twos. So while they're figuring that out, 
I will go through some of the other things of what they are while they're allocating stuff. So physically, you got strength, you got dex, you got stamina. Uh, strength, we all know what that means. Dex, stamina, those are kind of there, but there is a health pool. And so when they calculate their health, they're going to calculate it three plus their stamina. And this game, regeneration isn't hard, especially when you're in werewolf form. We've mentioned it already. Werewolves are pretty tough. So they're going to be able to, so there's not really going to be a ton of concern about them dying that way. From my understanding, death of a werewolf comes more from, from the two H's. That's all I'm going to refer to them as. Uh, social, there's charisma, manipulation, and composure. Composure does go towards uh, self-control, calming, you know, you know, calming influence, but it's also contributing to your willpower. Uh, there are times in which composure does come into play in terms of like your rage and things like that. If you like, it kind of that kind of fights against one another. And then mental intelligence is really about like your knowledge and memory, and wits is about like decision making, spur of the moment decisions, that kind of stuff. And then resolve is about your concentration, your attention, your focus, that kind of thing. So I'm ready. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to guess that you put your four one, uh, in, um, let's say charisma, right? (laughs) 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 Uh, would you, we won't have to go through all of them, but what did you put your four in and what did you put your one in? I'm curious. Uh, this is going to shock a lot of people uh, when it comes to a red talon uh, Alrun. <laughs> I put my four in strength yeah. and my one in intelligence. Since I can't use any technology skills anyway, yeah. why, yep. why? You know? Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, strength, exertion of force, the power of your muscles. Uh, absolutely. When you're in werewolf, various werewolf forms, you get natural weapons, claws, bites, stuff like that, which isn't to say you can't use other weapons too, but... You do you do get them there, okay? Very nice. I have I have a bit of the opposite, to Aaron, where I put my one in strength, uh, okay. but my four in wits. Okay, four in wits. So fast decision making. Okay, okay. Attentiveness, intuition. Good, good, good. All right. Anybody else have uh, something they can read off? Honestly, right. I will probably do this later. Okay. <laughs> It's yeah. a few too many choices to for me. No worries. No worries. Yeah. There are a lot of there are a lot of, a lot of attributes. Just wait till we get to skills here in a sec. It's even more. Uh, so the way most roles work, uh, and and werewolf, you're brand new. It's a dice pool game, d10s, and what they're doing is they're putting dots and attributes. Most most times you want to do something that that has risk or that runs the risk of failure in werewolf. You got to make a pool. And your pool most commonly comes from a combination of how many dots you have in your attribute and how many dots you have in a skill that you want to use. Uh, and so, for instance, let's say you wanted to do something like, oh, I don't know, athletics. OK, you're looking to just jump over a wall that is a skill and it would use uh, probably strength in some cases, but it could probably use other it could, could use dexterity at sometimes too and so you just take your total number of dots that you have in strength total number of dots that you have in athletics that's how many d10s you roll uh sixes and above are successes anything below that is a fail crits come when you get multiple tens uh if and then there's also like this this complex thing that happens with brutal uh with with, with brutal results that if their rage is high enough that's like the complexity that'll come with werewolves if you're if your rage bar basically is too high up, 
uh, you can start getting some brutal results and things could potentially go wrong uh, or they can go very, very right, depending on what you're trying to do. It's a, a double-edged sword rage. Okay. Anybody, um, we, do we want to move on to skills or do we have like an idea? Of, like, I, four, I did my attributes. Um, I went four in intelligence since that's made the most sense based on what I said. Sure. And one in strength. And I put three in dexterity. So I was thinking maybe he might use guns or something. Okay. The only strong one is going to be Aaron. We're all depending on it. <laughs> I'm going to be maybe not as strong, but I'll be close. The heart warden's going to be fairly tanky. Okay. Maybe not as much, but okay. There are feats of strength, and so in this game, where if you try to like move, like flip a car and all that kind of stuff, so it's fun. Okay. Uh, so since since we're, it sounds like we're, we're mostly close to attributes, and again, you guys can make changes between now and next week when we start. Uh, so if, if there's something you change or even later as we start getting to other things like advantages and flaws and traits and you decide you want to go back and tweak something, totally fine. Totally fine. So uh, so just out of curiosity, how many people have more things in mental than other things? Uh, hold on. Let me go back and take a look at mine. I am pretty sure I put... Sounds like at least three of us are higher yeah. mental. I'll go a little more physical then. My uh, the Philodox has plenty of stuff they can also go. Yeah, somewhat I'm physical. a I'm four strength, three dex, three stamina. So I'm I'm hard physical. Physical, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, most socials all twos. Mental yeah, intelligence ask. is one, and resolve is three. I'm like a mix. Anyone anyone going so have decent social? I put a couple in. Okay. Charisma. Uh, I mean, my, yeah. my social is two down the two down the line. So it's I have terrible. manipulation. Yeah. I have three of manipulation. Okay, okay. I put so, three I mean, in composure. I mean, social will come into play. So I don't want to like suggest that it's not like, and that's that's true not just with interacting with humans, but also interacting with other werewolves or other you know other folks. So it would be good to have at least some decent decent stuff there. Okay, someone yeah. should uh, be a face. Yeah, my I my mind guy's not bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so let's get into skills then. So it's again, if you want to make any changes, go right ahead. Um, attributes are, are basically done. Like you're not going to do anything more with attributes really for the rest of the, so you're you're at where you're at. Uh, skills, however, those are things that you can eventually do better at. But skills, um, there are a bunch, as you might expect. If you're looking at the character sheet, you can see that there's different skills under different categories, physical, social, and mental. So like there's, there's those just because they're listed in those categories doesn't mean that they only associate with that attribute though. You can mix and match. However, it makes sense. You don't necessarily have to always do the same combo. Now, the big thing with skills is that you have, you basically have to choose, um, you have to choose one of three different point spreads. Cause again, you're going to get a, a point spread to just allocate your dots uh, and there's three different ones that you can do. There's also skill specialties. We'll get into that in a second after you do your, your, your spreads. So it really depends on whether you want to be a jack of all trade, if you want to be balanced or if you want to be a specialist. So if you really, really, really want to be good at like one or two very specific things and you go specialist, if you want to be a fairly balanced character, then you go balanced. And if you want to just do a little bit of everything, but ne not necessarily excel at anything, 
then you got jack of all trades. And each one of those gives you a different number of skills. So if you want a lot of skills, it's jack of all trades. If you don't want that many, but you just want to be really, really good at, some, at a few, you go specialist and then somewhere in between is balanced. So um, if you wanted to be a specialist, you get to, you get basically 10 different skills and you get to put one of those at four dots, three at three dots, three at two dots, and three at one dot. So one at four, three at three, three at two, one at one. So 10 total skills. If you want to be balanced, you get 15 different skills. You get three at three, five at two, and you get seven at one. 15 different skills. And if you want to be a jack of all trades where you just have, you're just good at a little bit of everything, but you don't really excel at one specific thing, you get 19 different skills. You get one skill at three, you get eight at two, and you get 10 at one. Okay. I went middle road with balanced, when we did Hunter, balanced. and I might do that again. Can mm -hmm. I just do the, the balanced? Okay. I did specialist. In, I'm going to uh, run a specialist technology? too. Technology? Yeah, it's specialist in technology. <laughs> it's all science and it politics. Is, yeah. I'm, I'm going science etiquette. and politics Absolutely. and etiquette. Uh, <laughs> and, no, I figured I, I figured he was a wolf originally, so I kind of kept it all in in the physical, survival, stealth, athletics, brawl, awareness. Animal Ken might not be a bad animal one can. too. Yeah. I, I got two in Animal Ken, and that can, that's going to tie into one of my touchstones. So cool. Uh, was your, I'm assuming your four was what, like brawl or brawl? Would you, brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, brawl. And so for those that it might be new to the game, brawl is unarmed combat. Basically melee is with a weapon. Uh, and then there's also firearms if you're shooting. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. so all of those are different types of types of combat. Um, the thing with this game is, uh, everything is sort of a contested pool. So even in combat, it's kind of like it's, you, you roll versus roll, but there's, there's ways to quicken it on the, on the lore master side or whatever. What am I called again? Game master? No, that's not what I'm called. Storyteller. That's what I'm called. Yeah, uh, we're basically, even though I could roll dice most of the time, there's, there's mechanics to speed things up so I don't have to. And that's, that's how I played Hunter. That's probably how I'm going to do this too. Uh, okay. Uh, anybody else, uh, go specialist or balanced or did anybody go jack of all trades? What do you got, Kipser? Uh, I also went specialist. Uh, obviously, the four is in investigation um, with what I went with. Uh, and then I've got some threes in things like awareness, um, streetwise, uh, da, 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 da. something else that I can't see right now, <laughs> firearms. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like you're more of a, a tech, so you might be using guns more frequently. Yep. But even though you're a tech, doesn't mean like when you, when you wolf out, you can't still, uh, you can't still bite and claw certain forms. You can still use tools, certain forms you can't. Uh, so if you go like full monster, you can't, but if you do like the teen wolf slash saber tooth form, you can still kind of <laughs> use. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand more than x-men <laughs> okay uh, uh, no i'm joking i i, oh, yeah. I, I you know. 
Uh, Jeremy, what'd you end up going with? Uh, did you pick I'm one of those torn. three? I, I might do Jack of all trades just to cover a wide spectrum yeah. of things. Because if I feel like the hard warden is, he's going to be decent. He, I, I like the idea that he'll be an okay fighter, but definitely second tier to our clear, you know, red town rune. But for the most part, he just kind of, this is his home. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of jack of all trades, helping out where he can. Sure. I mean, I think it's actually really useful to to, to have at least one person be jack of all all trades because there were like because there are so many skills and so many attributes mm-hmm. and it's easy for something to pop up that no one has anything in. And if you have at least right. something in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Evan, did you uh, decide on a route? Yeah, I might be making some changes, but it's fine. Um, on my tribe, um, I went with balanced. So I got to get like a lot of like academics. I went with three etiquette. I got two insight two. Leadership three, persuasion three, subterfuge two. So I kind of got a lot of the charisma stuff, but a lot of the intel skills that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Okay. So nothing uh, in being strong or sneaky. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, actually, out of curiosity, so like, is there anybody that kind of went stealthy, sneaky, roguey type ish? Uh, I thought other people would cover it. So I have a few, but I didn't go. Uh, I like I've got larceny. Uh, I don't have stealth, but my stealth uh, is streetwise. My stealth is three. My dex is three. So I mean, I'm fairly stealthy. And I was thinking about doing my specialty might end up being in stealth. Yeah. In typical fashion, I'm one step behind. I'm like, three decks, two stealth. Uh, what about um, something like a cult? Anyone take anything in a cult? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if a bunch of people took a cult, I might switch over. Yeah. No, That's no. the other thing is like once we get our character sheets, we'll share them with each other. We can make some changes mm-hmm. then if there's things we want to want to tinker with. We still have time. Uh, but that would be good because like especially if we're doing things with like Umbra or doing things with Spirit, it could be good to have somebody at least who can kind of tap into some of that info. Uh, okay. All right. So not to make it even more complicated, uh, but there, in addition to skills, there are what are called skill specialties. Uh, a skill specialty is, is a very narrow, specific use of a skill. It is not something that you're going to tap into all the time. It should not be so broad that you, that you can tap it into all the time. It's something that should only, you know, pop up very specific situations at the start of the game and character creation, you get one skill specialty and a skill of your choice that you have put points into. Okay. And so, and you can come up with them. They don't have to necessarily be things that you grew out of the book, but like you can, you can make it sort of however you want. Now that could be any skill you want that you put points in. If however, you also put points into certain skills, uh, those being academics, craft, performance, and science, you get an, you get another free specialty in in those. And it's separate from the other one, but it's very specific. Does anyone so, have any of those? <laughs> yeah, I have four academics. I have okay, so three get, science. Sorry. Okay, so Evan, nice. you would get one free academic specialty. And, and then I would pick another one. And then you would get another one in a different... That could be something different, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you could technically put it in academics because you can have a number of specialties up to the amount of dots you have on a skill. Oh, it says I have three. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a lot. So you get, but everyone, everyone gets one for free in any skill. 
But then specifically, if you've got academics, craft, performance, or science, you also can take a free specialty mm. in those. And that's true later in the game too. Like if you decide to get at some other point, you can also get it then. So like if you take a point in it when you're... It could be like, I could say academics and then say cartography. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And I want to do that. Yep. I guess it would be like biology? Yep. Because you'd be good. looking at fingerprints and dead bodies? Uh, I would say biology, I would... I would probably grant it when you're actually studying something that would probably, I mean, if we, I would, I probably wouldn't apply it to fingerprints. Uh, but if you were doing like a. It's human oil. It's, it's too broad. <laughs> so that's the thing. If, if you can't pick something that's too broad, but if, but if you try to apply that's it fair. to like a dissection, like if you're dissecting something, then I would have yeah. then Yeah. It makes sense there. Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, so does anybody have craft or performance? Yeah, I've got craft, performance, academics. Um, yeah, I will have craft. I'm still working on my okay. list of 15 things <laughs> that I'm picking, sure. but I've, I'm going to add craft. I may have a science in there. I think it would make sense. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what it would be. Um, but yeah, I do think I will have some craft along the way. So one of my gifts I can get is like doing some sort of special brew. So I think for my craft, I might be like an actual legitimate, like I make craft beer. That That's right. awesome. That's fantastic. Nice. And I, I play nice. an acoustic guitar. <gasps> wow. I love that. You're basically describing what be, I wanted to be when I was 22 years old. He's going <laughs> to be like one step removed from, uh, remember Roy Fowler? be pretty from the aliens game oh the yeah, old yeah. ex marshal yeah, yeah. guy yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm thinking yeah. something similar to that just general disposition i like it he was a lot of fun yeah okay um you also since you said you also had performance and so you can so you're gonna get one for performance you're gonna get one for craft so mm -hmm. again you get one for all those and then you just get a free one to put anywhere you want yeah Academics, uh, maybe chemistry. Uh, Eric, you asked if there's a Foundry module. There's a Foundry module for World of Darkness 5th edition, except it doesn't yet have the werewolf sheet. It has like the vampire sheet. It has like the hunter sheet. We used it when we played Hunter. It has a couple others. So we're kind of using the mortal sheet and then tweaking it. I think they're working on one uh, to sort of update the module. So, But it's functional. It's mostly functional. It's just the rage die isn't going to quite work just yet. Uh, and so, yeah, if you if if you if you're coming up with uh, with special specialties right now, and you're not sure if it's like too broad, it's something we could tweak later. It's just it's the type of thing where like if if you're putting it down and you're gonna try to tap into it, like every time you make a roll, uh, then it's it's just too broad. Like it really is. How about with stealth? I was thinking the specialty of of shadowing like a target, you know, following somebody. Is that too broad? Um specifically following somebody uh like tailing somebody yeah tailing somebody uh yeah i mean put it down i think i think put okay. it down that, that, that'll probably work okay uh and if anyone has ideas throw them out what do you got jeremy i'm trying to figure out on that uh the other with the web character creator like how to add more than one special if you, you got to press enter after you type it in yeah it's a little glitchy the 
the uh, it'll, it'll tell you how many specialties yeah, you have remaining yeah. at the top and then it doesn't the limit them though so it'll give yeah. you a big drop down menu and so when you start to put in the very specific ones for academics and crab won't you can still it'll still let you pick from things you yeah. should be able to pick from just, yeah. just be aware of that okay all right uh and then if anybody needs help coming up with one like we can we can brainstorm it together too yeah i went with I'm thinking of going silver fang instead. Oh, nice. And I was thinking of doing etiquette and I was like, I put courtship, which I don't know if that's relevant to the game at all. I was just thinking they're like part of, you know, a little bit. If you're picking it, like this is how, Mm -hmm. this is generally how I, I try to run games. If I see it on a person's character sheet, that to me, you're telling me that's what you want to do. And so I'm going to try to find a way to put it in game. So if you're putting courtship, Evan, I'm just going to have to make NPCs that are going to flirt with you. That's just all it's going to be. Well, it's more of like in the noble <laughs> hierarchy. No, that's not I, how I view it. I'm sorry. I, this it feels like a request for yearning. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Aaron's been the subject of it. Jeremy, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe no, no. If you put word. it there, though, I will definitely, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll definitely find a maker. And then I was thinking, I was going to do persuasion. I put mediator. Like, his idea was, like, does that make sense? I Like, to, like, not if tensions are high right. he doesn't want things to escalate so that would probably i would probably say that would apply if like you come into a situation there's two different groups that are arguing and you're like hey calm down like it'll apply there like that's the type of thing where i would say i think that makes sense like you're trying third, to talk like a, you know third party mediation yeah, that, yeah that's kind of how i would i would say it'll it'll apply all right any other thoughts on specialties it's a, again, you can the, come up with them over the next week. So if you're, if you're, there's, don't, you're not there's white color crimes, blue color crimes. Uh, and the distinction was that uh, the white color crimes is like thieving stuff and blue color crimes are, nope, I'm wrong. Aaron, please correct me. <laughs> Uh, white white collar crime is like um, like high finance corporate like, yeah, yeah high finance, finance. Like yeah. non violent there's it's it's not violent yeah. it's usually not the okay physical not that one speed. then <laughs> yeah you probably don't want that one <laughs> not that one <laughs> blue collar okay so and like, probably just like insider trading is like insider, white collar okay. 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 probably not I will say this well I will say this like well, that is possible to come into play um, one of the major you know, enemies uh, is Pentex Group, which is a big old mm-hmm. gigantic clump, like worldwide conglomeration. They have all sorts of these different, you know, shell companies and things like that. And so it's not like that won't come into play. Melissa took, I think, finance uh, last time and it came into play a little bit, not a ton because yeah. we yeah. went down other routes, mm-hmm. but it did come into play. Uh, so it's not that corporate malfeasance. And considering the game, we're going environmental. Like mm. a lot of companies that are just screwing over the environment and abusing it, like it could come into play. So it's I don't think it's like immediately out. I'm not gonna not gonna all work. right, all right. I'll throw in I'll throw in white collar then. Cool. I like it. All right. For something like athletics, if you're somebody that could basically if you're somebody that could run a marathon legitimately, mm-hmm. would like mm-hmm. endurance be I mean honestly, I would put long distance running. I would just put long that. distance. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. So yeah. I gave myself four stamina. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And I think that would come into play. Like I, I don't necessarily know that it would come into play if you were trying to hold your breath underwater, but it would certainly come yeah. into play if you guys were like running for, you know, hours throughout the desert from whatever, you know, like they'll come into play then. 
All right. Cool, cool, cool. Do we want to move on to the next phase? Are we we are we all feeling good enough? And I, I, feel free to make any changes, by the way. Any changes you want, and we can chat it over the next week if there's something I can help with. Yep, yep. Okay, so let's dive into the next section, uh, which is advantages. Uh, advantages are basically, I mean, they're talents, they're abilities, they're uh you know, special powers, stuff like that. Um, but there's different kinds. There's different categories. There's merits and there's flaws and there's, I'm sorry, they're not special powers. That's, um, that's gifts, but they're like little extra, extra things that you can get to help you get support with like, um, maybe knowledge you have or resources you have access to people you might have access to that sort of thing. Uh, so there's, there's merits and there's background. And then there's also flaws. And just like this, everything else in this game, it's all about points. Uh, and so you're able to put um, seven points into merits and backgrounds, and you have to put two points into flaws. So if you're, if you're following along in the character creation thing, uh, you can see advantages and flaws. There's a bunch of different merit ones. There's like Karen, day job, linguistics. So if you're the type of person who like, so Evan, if you want to know languages, for instance, like you can grab another language with linguistics and you can see how there's like a number of dots next to each of the name, each of the names. That's how many points you would have to invest. And you can invest up to seven points in any kind of advantage, whether it's a merit or a background, but you still have to invest two points into flaws. Now, a lot of the advantages have flaws but not all of them. And you can see the flaw could be a one point or it might be a two point. So something like looks, for instance, is, an, is a merit. Looks, if you put four, four dots into it, you're stunning. And that means you get to actually add extra dice to any relevant social <laughs> dice pool that might involve your good looks. But you can also, if you wanted to, instead take it as a, as a two point flaw and you could be repulsive. And so you lose two dice from relevant social dice pools. Uh, and so these are things that you're using to just sort of help more help define your character. It's not the special power stuff. We'll get into that later. This is this is more about your resources. This is more about like your look. This is about what you have access to, that kind of thing. Um, oh man, I already know the flaw I'm taking. What do you got, man? If I'm doing local legend and I've been mm -hmm. here for a long time, I'm a person sure. of interest. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Just okay. For better or for worse. Works. That works. I thought you were going to go stalker. You've been around for a while. <laughs> People know who you are and you've got a stalker. Person <laughs> that might be fun too. That person, actually is pretty person good. Person of too. interest is good. Mm. Oh, right. Or is stalker or the other way? Aren't someone stalking? Because it didn't actually take stalker, except she was being stalked when, she, when we did hunting. So a flaw stalker, is stalker. Yeah. Someone follows you for the wrong reason. Okay. Oh, okay. Got yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was when we were doing the relationship map, and she yeah. picked someone <laughs> in that face. Okay. So I went, I went with stunning. She's really good looking in human form, which he finds unusual, uh, and moon riled, because uh, he is he's he is much closer to the wolf. Uh, and his flaws, I took folkloric bane. So he also takes aggravated damage from weapons with moonstones in them, along okay. with silver. There are going to be a lot of moonstone weapons. In I know. I, that's what I figured. I thought to all myself, sudden, like, for some reason, there's this. And the be moon, a lot of them now. and the moon fell to the ground, <laughs> and they just picked the rocks up and started throwing them at him. 
and <laughs> Dark Secret. Ooh. Okay. Your terrible. Jeremy, did you pick contacts? I am. That's kind of what I was looking through. Is I was, I want to do either contacts or I was tempted to do allies. Mm. Like they just put mm-hmm. like for a brief second, I was tempted to just go nuts and go all seven points and allies. Like four for us, like the like effectiveness and three for reliability. Just because he knows a lot of people here and they like him enough that they are readily willing to help. Or I was tempted to do the uh, the mask, or basically the thing where you have a day job, mm-hmm. and just he has a bar, and he has people to vouch for him. I'm not sure mechanically which is the better way to go. Uh, so, uh, like again, I I mean I have ideas for what you know certain antagonists and stuff like that, but I I'm leaving it very flexible because like I want to build it around what you all are picking. So like if you're picking certain things, if you're picking something, if if you want to pick false identity, if you want to pick like you have fake documentation, like then I'm going to make, you know, that a possible thing in the story, right? Like someone's looking around. If I'm a brewer, I'm going to take the two point corroborated day job. Like I actually have Mm -hmm. a bar and there are people that whether it's true or not, will just. Okay. Corroborated day job. Okay. Right on. All right. Uh, and like the small PDF doesn't go into like the full description. Like if you look in the core rule book, obviously there's like fuller descriptions of these things. Sure, sure. Does any is anybody doing Karen access? Yeah, I was gonna do that. Okay. Karen access. <laughs> you have access to Karen. <laughs> Amazing. Does your hair turn like blonde and start elevating a bit? <laughs> I think I'm definitely going to take a talisman because that just sounds fun. Nice. For sure. Um, Care Nexus is a good one. It is. That makes sense. It does. Um, Yeah, I definitely like that one. I feel like probably linguistics, if I've been kind of a traveler around. Mm -hmm. So there, I am going to lean pretty heavily probably into the spirit stuff. So that's going to pop up. So talisman isn't a bad idea. Um, I think it makes sense. So anyone who's dealing with spirits and things like that. So it, you know, you could like, if, if anyone's interested, like spirit pack could be in a, could be a fun thing too. Uh, so don't, don't feel like, you know, avoidant of it. Um, let's see. Uh, if anyone wanted to do lore sheets, um, there's specific ones that I would recommend over others. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, so like there's specific factions that I would recommend that are probably going to play a little bit greater role than others. So like I already mentioned, like expect like the Black Spiral, which are like werewolves that have basically gone to the to the dark side, so to speak. Um, so they would probably have a, probably a bigger role than I would say werewolf hunters. I can't remember their name of them. Twilight something. I can't remember. Project Twilight. Twilight. Project Twilight. Thank oh. you. Probably not as much those, but maybe if you wanted that though, I would, I would find a way to, to move them in. Anybody else know what their flaw is going to be? Oh yeah. Like, I grab know. substance abuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the casual way. Cause <laughs> like, yeah, grab substance abuse. Well, you know, traditional <laughs> detective. <laughs> 
My so name particular is for substance. You're going to be. Oh, go yeah, ahead. that's what I'm debating. But uh, let's let Evan actually talk. Oh, no, you're good. I'm trying to figure out where it was. Oh, I mean, my fault is going to be adversary. Ooh, okay. A rival Garu wants to hurt you. Okay. You're going to take it that nice. at one or two points. One or two dots. Maybe two. Oh, I'm totally going to fucking kill you with him then. Nice. <laughs> Probably. That's why he's trying to surround himself with strong people. <laughs> Nice. I'm. That's why he hangs out do... with Aaron all the time. Yeah, this guy's my best bud. I don't even Hoorah. like him. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Jeez. That is fair. <laughs> oh goodness. I might do pact condition as a flaw. Okay. So the pact requires regular performance or avoidance of a particular action. Mm-hmm. So all right. Well, define that a little bit. Some kind of a like sacrifice or something that like has to be like completed on a regular basis or whatnot. What's, what's that under? Is that under spirit pact? Spirit pact. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it does require that you take spirit pack though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. No, that's, that's gonna be fun. Like I, I really want to dig into the Ember stuff. So, um, if you do, if you do that, we'll, we can chat about what to make yeah, that. I've spirit, got a talisman, I've got a spirit mm-hmm. pact. Like I'm definitely going in that. I was thinking it was going to be an urban, you know, probably gritty, <laughs> real. I think I'm going to change my mind. Just get <laughs> and then keep it down to earth. I'm yeah. slowly building like a first time paranormal, was a human detective now dipping into the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. So it's, it's low, but it can. Yeah. No, I like that. Stuff went wrong. Got too close in one of the, one of those, uh, one of your cases. Well, okay. there's a uh, co- corporation did not like me looking at their bank records. <laughs> um, how are we doing? You guys still want more time? Yeah. More time? I, if someone else is doing the spirit pact, I'm t- I might look at a talisman or something. That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, I was going to get the wind whistle. Mm-hmm. Especially with an adversary. It like lets you make it harder for people to track you. So since sure. he's like traveled a lot. Yeah, I think uh, contacts yeah. are helpful to have like a range of people to loop in. Yeah. So one of the things we'll do at the end is we'll do our our relationship map. You'll define some of your touchstones, but you're also we'll define not necessarily as advantages, but we'll define a few NPCs. It could be people, other people within the sept and it could be just regular humans that, that we know we don't have to like, you don't have, if you don't want to invest points and in contacts right now, you're still going to have people you can talk to. It's just, you can't rely on them the way you automatically can with an advantage. It's just the big difference. So yeah. you'll still, it was fun when we did hunter where it's like, depending on that, like how many pips you have in it, it's like mm-hmm. a percentile die roll to see if they like answer yeah, your call. <laughs> How reliable they are. (laughs) You leave them a voicemail, they do not call you back. They do not. (laughs) And I have no problem uh, really fucking over your touchstones. Ask, uh, you can ask Aaron about what I did to his touch and like right off the bat, like the hook. It's like, yeah, you don't have any eyes anymore. (laughs) Take that. Take that. It's fun. Uh, Okay. So if, if you're still picking. If you're still picking some some advantages, I get it. I mean, this is a pretty big one. Um, but I will, for those who are ready to move on, let me talk about Renown for a sec. So 
renown comes in three forms. I already mentioned this before. It's tied to your spirit, your patron spirit. There's glory, honor, and wisdom. Glory is about a history of violent or otherwise dramatic triumphs. Honor is a history of justice, righteousness, and respect. Wisdom is a history of sound judgment and thoughtfulness. Now, renown, you automatically get two dots in mm -hmm. renown associated with your tribe, with your patron spirit. And then you get to assign a dot to one of the other two renowns. So if you're owl, for instance, if that's your patron spirit, you get two in wisdom and then you pick one more in the other two. Now, these are going to come into play when you pick your gifts. So gifts are those powers, basically. Like that's what I was talking about before. So like there are things that you can do the supernatural angle of the werewolf. And there are different kinds there are native gifts, there are auspice gifts, and there are tribe gifts. Native gifts, anyone can take, basically. Uh, auspice gifts are specific to whatever auspice you took. And then tribe gifts are specific to your tribe. Now, the other thing is that they also can... A lot of these gifts are associated with some of those renown. Or they require you to do a role that includes that renown. So if there is a specific power or gift you like you should take a look to see with which renown that's kind of associated with. And you might want to put your extra point to there or whatever it might be when it comes to the kind of your renown. But there's a lot of different things that you can do with, um, with your, with your powers, like auspice gifts, for instance, like the ragabash, you could do blissful ignorance, which allows you to stand unseen. You can use mockery to cause superficial willpower to da damage to people with crows laughter. You can, Use Gremlins Kipser, uh, uh, which uh, causes the device to malfunction. Spider Song, you can eavesdrop Already took on. both those. Did you really? You took Gremlins? Nice. Good choice. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and Spider Song lets you eavesdrop on electric communication. So at the start, at character creation, you get one native gift, one auspice gift, and one tribe gift. So you get one from each. So one that anyone can take, one that only your auspice can take, and one that only your tribe can take. Uh, fears can do ensnare spirit. They can stop a spirit and make it susceptible to further gifts. Mother's touch. They can heal other physical living creatures. They can do shadow sense. They can sense unseen creatures in the supernatural. Uh, they can also do sight from beyond, which is prophetic visions. Theorge, it's you, right, Melissa? Yeah. Yes, um, that is me. Um, is anyone else? I was thinking about shadow sense. Would that step on anybody else's, like... Super aware sensory stuff. No, I think I went with. I, I'm sure Aaron and I might have the same native gift. What'd you pick? To, I was thinking raging strike. I wouldn't be surprised if you did too. No, I actually went with cat feet. Okay, so there we go. We're a little nice. bit different there. Cool. Nice. What else I, do I, other people pick? I should get my gift first. Well. Sorry. I yeah I accidentally clicked on the wrong side section first as well in the character mm. sheet creation. <laughs> uh, so, so what gifts did you pick, Jeremy? I did Raging Strike, Blessed Brew, uh, Porcupine's Reprisal, which is kind of like <laughs> if you one. hurt me, you yeah. get hurt for hurting me. <laughs> nice. And then Right of the Living Cairn, kind of helping to maintain a Cairn. Uh, keep it alive, oh, okay so you, you pick the right at the end yeah a right is another thing you all get oh that's a different uh, thing but yeah, it yeah. Was in it's kind of the area. same thing um it's it's like a ritual type of thing uh it's it's less in the moment it's more like a thing about 
Yeah, but it's, it's, it's sort of the same thing. Uh, okay. So going through the native gifts, by the way, really fast. These are the things that anyone could take. Cat feet, like uh, Aaron just took, is a gain a supernatural sense of balance. Eyes of the owl let you see in the dark. Uh, hairs leap let you leap great distances. Penumbral senses, uh, which I think Kipsa, you said you took. Is that right? Um, you perceive the spirit in mundane worlds. Raging strike, which Jeremy took, lets you deal extra damage with brawl attacks, and then stare down can cause humans and animals to get out of your way. So those are natives, native gifts. Anyone can take those. And they're we each have to take one of them, right? Yeah, one of yeah, each you have to take type. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the, Which are you and taking, in, Evan? Uh, I was thinking stare down. I'm not really sure how useful it is. It's hard to tell with what that description is. But that was that or Eyes of Owl right were the two options I was thinking. I Just to throw things off, I might do Hair's Leap. <laughs> just to do something mm-hmm. that isn't all yeah, sensory okay. related stare down okay so stare down so the gift can be used on any single human or animal within two meters with whom the garu can establish eye contact it succeeds automatically on mundane humans and animals and causes the target to get out of the werewolf's way while averting their eyes if not outright groveling uh, supernatural creatures and humans aware of the garu and their powers are unaffected unless the player wins a charisma plus honor versus composure plus resolve test. So a lot of these gifts, just so you all know, like you make your pool usually mm. based attribute plus renown. So you have to have honor for this. So charisma plus honor versus composure plus resolve. Um, and you can use that in any form. Some of the forms are, some of the gifts are limited to the form. So any form you can use them in. So okay. if a gift relies on wisdom, honor, or glory, it means that you needed to have put... At least one point in it. Yeah. I have to have at least one point in it. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. You probably just said that and I wasn't listening because I was reading. And it's I all good. Lots reading. of stuff going on. It's all good. Uh, let me make sure I did that right. I did not. Okay. Well, then stare down sounds pretty cool. It is pretty cool, I think, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Did you put stuff in honor then? I uh, If I'm going to Silver Fangs, they get honor. Okay, so that's, that's your number that's one. Your, okay. So you'll have two. And then, I put, and then I picked, uh, I think I'm going to do Wisdom, but I'm going to have to read okay. what the other ones are. Okay, I cannot take Hair's Leap then because I was not going to put points in glory. So you can. never mind. It's, you can put a point in uh, glory. Like you you have two from your your default patron spirit, but then you have one to put in either of the other two categories. So if you really you want to I will leap, because I actually wanted to do Mother's Touch because I don't think anybody else is doing healing. Um, mm. And Mother's Touch is glory related so if i get glory then i can get Hera's leap and i can do mother's touch for healing okay. okay so i will do glory for my two and wisdom all right sounds good cool uh let's see anybody have any gifts that they've taken that we haven't heard yet uh just the, the native gift was cat feet that i took yep. cat feet yeah okay and yeah, then what did list. you do for your red talon uh for Red Talon, I took Hidden Killer. I have the ability to mask kills. Uh, basically, I lick whatever wound there is, like knife wound, claw wound, bullet wound, and it just disappears. Any evidence, even down to forensic evidence, completely disappears. So it leaves, you know, if we if we kill a bunch of people, uh, the cops aren't going to be tracking us down for it. As long as we have, an, as long as I have enough time to deal with the with the situation. Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. can, did you guys have to please not go overkill with the bullet wounds? Because I have to like every single one of every, these to make them yeah. go away. So can you bullet not wounds. spray them next time? It's like, <laughs> give me the submachine gun. Give me the submachine gun. You're off submachine gun. <laughs> but it's my favorite gun. <laughs> I just like how Jeremy, remember how when we were gonna play Goblin Quest mm. and I was making the little subtitles for everybody? Remember the one I put for Aaron? Yes. H- hides the bodies. Hides the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfect. Hey, you, it's perfect. You, you, you gotta figure that, you know, you gotta be prepared to hide the body. I think oh, it's an extraordinarily okay. useful skill, both in game and in life, to be honest. I agree. But not from personal experience, as far as anyone knows. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And that is what our uh, our lie detector test will tell us. Exactly. <laughs> there was a, oh, now I've got to go back because I swear there was like a an advantage or something that had to do with, um, oh, now I can't find it. I thought there was something that I read that had to do with like, having a connection to like a fake like fake ids or that kind of a thing yeah which it's could called totally masks. Go that, also that's yeah. mask mask yeah. that's what it was yeah you can forge your source of false identity yeah um we can cover our tracks we can hide the bodies so rights god there was something i was going to say about rights and i totally forget what it was there's one i was going to recommend somebody take and i cannot for the life of me remember which one it was uh but rights are um they're more like think about like ritual magic in a way it's or it's like customs practices things like that in some cases it allows you to regain rage it um it's you know like that not a not an uncommon one to use or it could um uh could help you shed rage in a way that isn't harmful um so there's 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 different ones that are particularly useful uh and again they they have their pool defined and everything like that Uh, but it's not unlike some of the gifts which are like in combat actions and stuff like that uh rights are more like outside you know it's it's not really that i like that um there's a little bit for everything like a little mm-hmm. bit for wisdom a little bit for honor yeah. a little bit for glory i wouldn't mind if one of you took Rite of Shadow Passage. Uh, Rite of Shadow Passage is lets the, a pack briefly open a way between the physical world and the Umbra, uh, which mm. allows the werewolves to pass from one to the other or back again. Uh, right. So it would not be a bad... That has to do with a cult. So any of you who actually took some occult, super cult plus any renown, so it doesn't have a specific renown tied to it, but it does. it is tied to a cult. So it wouldn't be a bad one to have. Nice. If somebody does that, I'll be able to help out once we're in there. I'm going to do the lore sheet for Umbral Traveler. Okay. I don't mind taking it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the dot for silver steps so I can kind of see our steps in the Umbral, make it easier for us to gotcha. find our way. And okay. then take web music where you can kind of see the weave. Yeah. Yep. And it says you can pluck it musically, which I figure is perfect if you're somebody who already plays guitar. It makes then. perfect sense. Yeah. Umbral Traveler. I, actually, I like the shape that's coming with yours, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Were you going to say, uh, Kipster, you're going to say something? You're muted. We talked over you. <laughs> no, you're muted. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I did actually take the talisman. Um, it's a one-time use, but the... Oh, I, I switched to the spirit catcher, but I was going to take the shadow shard. I can go back to that one as well and really dip in on the umbra. Cool. 
Okay. Uh, all right. Anybody else have rights or gifts they want to shout out right now? Uh, I took, uh, for my other gift, I took um, Claws and, uh, where is it at? Hold on. Here we are, gifts. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I good. took um, you razor took claws and then razor uh, claws and then mm. hide the body. Cat feet, gotcha. hidden, hid killer, uh, and razor claws and right of rage. Cool. Right of rage is a good one. So uh, there are, if you run out of rage, so like there are diff- there's there sometimes there's you make rage checks. There's, there's certain certain ways you might get down to zero rage, and one of the there's two ways you basically get back from zero rage to one. That is one of them. And then the other is like howling at the moon, oh. basically. Yeah. For the, but it only has, like, it's only like for the first time. So you, is it, is it, do you want to have just one rage and like going over that is like excessive or rage have, is a track. It's going to ebb and flow between one and mm-hmm. five normally. And occasionally it'll drop all the way down to zero. But for the most part, it's going to be between one and five. Uh, the, the higher your rage goes, the more likely of brutal outcomes on your rolls, which depending on what you're trying to do could be a very, very good thing or a very, very bad thing. Uh, so it's going to go up. So if down. you have less dice to roll potentially, then it could be better because yeah. I can get blood of the pact for the silver. What is it? Silver rings. Silver rings. And it lets you, it lets other members roll the rage check but for you, like with yours. Mm-hmm. So if you're members the of the pack person, can make raid checks for one another. Yeah. So if you're the type of person who is going to be like, I mean, I could see like that might be useful if you're going to be composed and other people are going to go crazy. Like Aaron's going to go crazy or Jeremy's going to be with their oh. crazy rage. <laughs> and you don't want them necessarily doing that because if they rage in a specific situation and they go into a frenzy, which is what can happen, then bad things can transpire. Uh, and that like could be a way. us, I imagine, right? I, I, maybe I can't remember if there's any specific rules for pack on pack action, but it definitely you have to like kill something around. I think it's something like that with with frenzy or okay. or you. Yeah, have to, like, similarly, I, I was looking at that too because with Children of Gaia, there's a song of serenity that mm-hmm. can lower your pack's rage. Um, I couldn't take it because I I didn't take honor, but I was sure. thinking the same thing. Like there must be a benefit at some point too. Like okay, we all need to like calm the hell down yeah and th- <laughs> so these like are a, just starting stuff by the way you will yeah. be improving and getting stuff as we go all right okay um so you can again just like with the advantages and flaws and everything else keep reading especially if you've been only following the short pdf go into the actual rule book look through that because like the full description will give you more details on exactly how it applies instead of just the short summary and so it the summary might not exactly work in mechanical sense the way you're thinking. Uh, and obviously like I'll, I'll check your sheets just to make sure everyone's got everything hammered out accordingly when the time comes. But, um, but if everyone's ready to kind of move on from gifts and you can kind of come back to it, we got about half an hour left. I do want to hit on our touchstones and some of our relationship map stuff. Cause this is the types of things that are going to help me make scenarios for you. Relationship uh, map. So, Touchstones. Uh, you're going to have between one and three. You, it's up to you how many you have. Uh, the more you have, the better you're able to kind of, like, this is sort of thematically the idea. The more touchstones you have, 
the more you're able to mitigate the monstrous impulses. Um, but it's also the more vulnerable you are because touchstones are people that you keep uh, around you. And it's try to, to try to balance out your wolf essentially, essentially and like your human nature. So it's trying to keep them balanced. Uh, touchstones are normally people who don't have any knowledge of the supernatural. Uh, that's not a hard and fast rule, but I would say try to stick to it unless you have a very specific idea. Um, so the examples they have are things like spouses, parents, love interests, et cetera. Any, anything basically would work. Um, but there are people that you're close to in some way. There are also people that could potentially get put into danger. Like that is not just, I'm not doing it just because I'm a dick. I'm doing it because like it's part of the game. Uh, so like with Aaron, you had Brock as one of your touchstones. I put mm-hmm. him in, in our hundred game. I put him in the oh, danger right yeah. off the bat. Messed Melissa, up hard. Yeah. He, he got, he, he's had a rough life. Melissa <laughs> had a touchstone. Hers, hers died actually. <laughs> hers just killed it. I killed her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aaron did. I think gotcha. Aaron killed her. Yeah. So, so they will potentially come into, come into, come into danger. I'm not trying to say that to scare you away. I'm just saying like when you mm-hmm. pick them, if, if, if you're going to pick, like, if you want to have a spouse, just understand that your spouse might be threatened and yeah. might be killed. Don't pick point. them as a so, touchstone. If exactly. You don't want them possibly in harm's way. Uh, so you get one to three, you have to have at least one. So even Aaron, I know you're all Mr. You're a wolf, but, but oh. because yours can be a little different because you could actually have a wolf touchstone. you if you wanted to go that route. I got three. Um, I'm, I'm ready. You want all three? Okay. Uh, so what we'll do is on the back on Foundry, if you're still on Foundry, you can kind of type the names of them kind of near your name. So you all should have access to the the tools, use the the pencil, the draw text stuff. Like there's a, there's a, if you click on the drawing tools, which is the pencil, and then you go to the draw text, which is like the A uh, the font thing, you can actually draw a little box and type the names. And so you just type the names of your people and like who they are. Uh, they, again, they're more than likely people who have nothing to do with the supernatural. If you have an idea for somebody who you want to have knowledge of the supernatural, just throw it out there. We can work it out. So now I've got, I, I do have one idea. Now my dark secret is that actually one of the closest beings I I have here in Arizona is a gangrel vampire named Isabel, who mm-hmm. I hunt with at night sometimes. And I don't oh, know if she would actually be a touchstone, but she's definitely a dark secret. But she might be a touchstone. That's a, that's up to how, let's how make you it a touchstone. It. Absolutely, that's a oh, you dirty dirty dog. Well, that's the thing oh, about like the wow. the red talons. They don't really see the worm as right. as the big bad guy. They think the worm and the wild should be in balance. They think the weaver sure. is the real problem. I know, but uh, I don't know. If, oh, I know, um, I know. That's why it's a dark secret. Like you run around with a leech like that. But hey. <laughs> I know that's the dark secret. I love it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I say do it. Do it. I like it. We do. Uh, there are vampires and phoenixes. We we know. Uh, so they're uh, both in real life and in the game. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and again, as many as you want, like one to three, whatever number you want, but at least one. Um, there are times in which if your touchstone actually gets threatened, there are roles that we sometimes have to do. So it, it, it will probably happen at some point that a touchstone will get put into danger. All right. Anyone have something? Uh, we heard one from Aaron. Anyone have an idea? Deputy Quinn. Deputy Quinn. Okay. 
We've known each other for a long time. You know, and I actually, unfortunately, his friendship to me has kept him from promoting as much as he might have liked to for the time he's put into it. But uh, he's a good soul. Okay, I'm trying to remember. I also have some. I have some people in some places from Hunter. If like there's anything you have in mind, um, I could also throw some stuff out there as well. So if you have anything like church related, or we have a couple of those. Um, cop wise, I think we briefly had one, but he w- it wasn't a very big part. So I think Deputy Quinn sounds great. I'm trying to remember his name. Villafranco. Dete- he was a detective, though. He wasn't deputy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think you briefly talked to him. It wasn't really like a, he wasn't a major presence. Uh, okay, awesome. Anybody else have one? Uh, Riley Archer, also uh, a detective partner of mine um, from around when I was saved my life when I got shot, but uh, doesn't know. Okay. Also in the police, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you too, but would you want to merge and make one? Well, um, they might be, we might be a detective agency, right? So it might be that it's separated that way. Okay. So, so Riley Archer is a private detective. Private detective. Okay. I'm going private. Okay. Perfect. More money that way. All right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Melissa, you got one? I'm going to have to find my notes because I made a contact for Hunter that I I think it was Hunter that I didn't ever use. And it was basically like a, a store owner, but it was kind of like a, like the kind of story you'd see in Sedona. So, you know, kind of oh, and I'm okay. blanking on like the, like an energies kind of store and yeah, the I word is escaping me, but like I had, I had put together like a contact for Hunter that I never used. So I think I'm going to recycle that because I think that would make sense probably more sense with this character. Um, All right. Cause it was like I, a madam something or another. Like, okay. I have it right here. I'm looking, I'm looking up to see what you've got. Um, I don't see anyone like that though. Cause you were a Maria. Yeah, it's, it's in one of my handwritten notes. Like I, I can picture it in like a margin note that I had okay. made at one yeah. point. It's not I on your character it. sheet though. So yeah. Yeah, but okay. it's like Madam Somebody's something or another store. So it's kind of like the contact is the person and also Crystals like and their things, sure. business. Exactly, exactly. Gotcha. I know we did have, we had a psychiatrist. We had an exorcist. Uh, Sister LeBlanc, she was big. She was a, she had a big presence. She was a psychiatrist, not really. Yeah, definitely nobody. <laughs> and then if you want to have an eight-year-old child and never help her <laughs> that we, we do have chat was talking about like you <laughs> our buddy long he played <laughs> a guy who had a dojo if anyone wants a dojo i have dojo ideas as well uh from from before and he he was the worst father he was just <laughs> leaving his eight-year-old all alone in the middle the of making paella all right, kiddo, you finish up. It was risotto. <laughs> I think it was risotto. Oh, risotto. That's yeah. what it was. That's I'm right. Stealing it. All right. Risotto. So, these are typically supposed to be human contacts, right? Or- yeah, there are there is an exception um for for possibly having wolf contacts. Like if you turned amongst wolves and mm. then you could potentially have wolf contacts as opposed to human contacts. Uh so that's why I was saying if with with yeah. Aaron, I know he was red talon. But yeah, so I've got uh, yeah I've got not Robin, a vet, at the Eagle Tail Mountain Wolf Sanctuary there in in uh, Tinopa, 
Arizona? We actually had the Tonopah. Great Spirit Animal sac- Sanctuary in our hunter, uh, our hunter game. It was uh, something somebody put on. I don't think we ever did anything with it, but there was a Great Spirit Animal Sanctuary. I'll, I'll mm. dig back through my notes to see yeah, if, check if we can overlap it. This one's, yeah, this Eagle Tail is a real one, but I, I, or yeah, I'm happy to use the other one. Yeah. And then I've got, uh, so I've got her as a vet. Um, and Cracked Fang is an old wolf in the pack at this sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And that's how I stopped when I, when I came out to Arizona is okay. I found, uh, I found, a a place in the sanctuary. Gotcha. And then of course my last was, is, Isabel the gangrel vampire. Right on. Yeah. I'm going to do a hypnotist for my oh, other nice. one. Like we never use okay. the therapist, but like in this area, we've got some folks that do like hypnotist hypnotherapy stuff, which just sounds like something that like, she just thinks they're amusing. I, I would like say. I like it. Uh, Jeremy, what do you got? Oh, well, so for my second one, I've got uh, Garrett Dalton. Uh, he works at the Roadhouse. It is, of course, an amalgamation of two of the characters from Roadhouse. Of course. And I know it's when I started laughing right off the bat. <laughs> okay. And yeah, it's basically somebody that was a transient, that I gave him a job. Now he basically lives at the bar for the most part. I set him up a room above hand. Love it. He's I one of the people it. that helps me corroborate my day job. Okay. Perfect. But yeah. Perfect. Oh, he probably looks very attractive as well. Okay. Uh, um, Evan, do you got any? I, I have an idea. I want to ask a question first. With like the silver fangs and the whole noble thing, how is there like lore to that or is are we supposed to make it up? Uh, you can you can make it up uh, within like within reason. Um, like there is... Yeah, I'm I'm not the the most expert lore on the werewolf on the new werewolf stuff, but we can tweak it to make it work. Why? What's your idea? Okay, I mean, I didn't really have anything to do with the idea, honestly. I was just curious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, um, I don't I think, think it goes that deep, but we I'll look. Again. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Because since this guy has been wandering a while, it's not massively relevant. Um, let's see. <sighs> need a last name i'll come up with it later um i was thinking a woman named pamela something we'll figure out her last name um but i was thinking kind of like uh, i can't remember what movie it's in i think it might be like in the ozarks where they have like that secretary lady that pulls out and shows like the old maps of like the town and stuff like that so i feel like this is like one of my go-to people that i've been getting all this old information about who used to own the lands and where what it was like before and him being of noble lineage, I think it's like very important that he's trying to figure out the truth because the things have changed over so many years. So she's like some kind of historian. Is that is that sort she's of she's more is? of just like the person that gives him like the special access, you know, after okay. so many times of him coming in, she's just like, Oh yeah, like she knows it's like going to like, you know, the place like he's, he's probably not supposed to be. Yeah, like archivist. Just the, yeah, yeah, an archivist makes probably more sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we do have, I mean, like in Phoenix, we do have a massive college with tons of libraries. So like, there's definitely ways that like we can kind of tie that together if you yep. wanted to look for it. Yeah. No problem. Uh, Kipser, do you got any, got any touchstones for us? Yeah. I, uh, I made Calypso circle, uh, and she is a palm reader and, uh, she, uh, is who I, uh, initially went to to figure out about the supernatural so she knows okay all right 
She has okay. Uh, she's, she's been a, very so she's informative. She's not a mundane human. She's a human, but she's still a human, right? Yes. Okay. All right. But she's aware. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know her abilities, uh, and that's definitely a fake name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she thinks she's aware. <laughs> she okay. might think she's aware, um, right. but she is a true believer of many things. I like it. Uh, I know exactly uh, the type of people you're talking about. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. First person, uh, the yellow pages I found. <laughs> That's a good resource. <laughs> All right. So we've got your, oh God, I'm just looking at what I was on a different page on Foundry and I've come back. Uh, okay. Let's see. Okay. So we've got your touchstones. Uh, All right. So last thing. Uh, really is, uh, for now, I mean, like there are a couple things we might do in the discord between now and then as we kind of iron some things out, but the last thing we're going to do, then we'll get on out of here cause it's getting late, uh, is we're going to do relationships between each other. So you don't have to do all, all, all five. You don't have to necessarily define your relationship right now to each other, but you do need to pick two others. One, you're going to draw a line between your name and somebody else's name. And it's going to be a positive connection. And the other is going to be a negative connection. Now, negative doesn't mean you hate each other or anything like that. It could be just as simple, something as simple as like, just like your rivals or, you know, whatever it might be, or, you know, you're jealous or, you know, he's envious or whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be like anything like murderous and evil villain type, but it's, it's, there's something, something negative. And it's just a quick phrase. Like it doesn't have to be anything that is, uh, that is too developed just yet. And it doesn't even have to be reciprocated. So like if you have a negative feeling towards somebody, they don't have to have that back to you. It can kind of cycle out in all sorts of different directions. Uh, so I, that's, yeah, that's it. That's basically the last thing we got. Um, I'm going to go by the overlay. Jeremy, mm-hmm. who would you think amongst what you've heard so far with your character, whose name we don't know yet, who mm-hmm. who who do we think you might have a positive connection to? Oh, you know, uh, I'm going to go with Eustace, I think. Eustace has the right feel to it. Eustace Hart. Okay. And, uh, okay. You know, Eustace appreciates the sort of man who gathered tales from long travels. So he's probably going to be a fan of our Galliard pal here. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not against well, things being a bit old fashioned. I think he's Silverfang now, right? But isn't well, Galliard Galliard's like your? Class. Oh, Galliard's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. Okay. And I'm old, so I don't mind somebody who's a little bit old fashioned. That's okay. If anything, it's kind of uh, comfortable. It's, it's nice. All right. Sort of fellow you'd sit around a campfire with. I like it. I like it. Uh, and who would you think you might have a negative relationship towards? Look, I respect that red fang. I do. <laughs> but he come in here just wild as a shithouse rat and just, I won't give him the benefit of the doubt, but there's a part of me that just worries he's going to tear shit up, right? In the wrong kind of way. That's fair. I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. I will, but I can't help it, man. You know, just he's a loose cannon. Yeah. A loose cannon. I love it. Uh, fantastic. Okay. So you got positive towards Evan. Get negative towards Aaron. Melissa, you are next. Uh, who would you say your character has a positive relationship with? That's a good question, and I don't 
no. I mean, so you knew it was roll. coming. It's like there's a system. I know. To this. <laughs> I know. I need to find a. There we go. You can, okay. You can roll a D8. die. Okay. I am rolling a die. All right. All right. I rolled a one, uh, in which the overlay order would mean that I have a positive relationship with our newly introduced Eustace. Yep. Oh, shucks. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Um, let's see. Just imagine Which one of these. All shucks, I'm just gonna craft roll. beer, folk singer, rages out and eats a person. Like you just like, okay. well, shit. So there's a there's a fun relationship map connections PDF thing. So I just rolled on that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So stood by me on a disagreement we had with the rest of the pack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you are. If you are struggling, if you can't come up with something off the top of your head, uh, you can always take a look at the relationship map connections. Uh, Renegade Game put out a couple extra supplements. One of them was for character creation. One of them was for relationship map. There are positive and negative tables, like a D10, so you can kind of use that. Okay. So that was positive towards 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 Eustace. Uh, who would you be negative towards? Uh. <laughs> I just went with the dice rolls. Um, Let me give it's my Aaron. Dice. Oh. <laughs> Let me roll. All right, Aaron's going to be my buddy. Jesus. I was already is. picking Aaron because he's protecting me. So. That's fair. <laughs> so I don't know that this fits at all, but it's funny. So I rolled a one, which on the list is always in my personal business when they should worry about their own. Okay. Who, and who, wait, who was this? I missed the joke. I'm sorry. Who, who is this? Aaron. Aaron. Everybody so, hates me. <laughs> yeah. We're <laughs> two of two negatives on Aaron. Mine okay. was the dice talking. Um, but you apparently are, uh, yeah, but you hang out with blood thirsty wolf is yeah. a busy body, nosy, busy body. Uh, he yeah. just, he doesn't understand human interaction, and that's where his problem is. Because wolves are we wolves have are to very tell you social. When you need to lie again, is it, are we gonna have to look you in the eye and say we're lying? Oh my no, god, you ruin just ruin it. You basically made Bacho. You should just say Pot This is great. Uh, okay, Evan, you're up. Who who do you have a positive relationship to? Aaron, the wolf. Yep. Yep. Protects you. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. You're back. Okay. Uh, and and then, who do you have a negative one towards? Oh, definitely the damn detective. <laughs> traditionalism. Definitely. I was going to aim at you too. <laughs> just because he, you know, I think he's a has Can't some secrets to him and he just doesn't want people to dig in. A little in, different. You know? yeah, too nosy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Doesn't yeah. want people never... to know where he's from, where what yeah. what his whole story is. He wants people to just be a wolf and. Walk with she them. can never shut off. She can never just shut off the detective mind. Okay, yeah. I'm shut off right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, Why are you wearing a dark shirt again? You know, you could. You... <laughs> Sorry. All right, Kipster. It is your turn. Who do you have a positive relationship towards? Um. All right. So we currently, uh, Aaron has a positive. Uh, Jeremy has a positive. Um. I'll. I'll probably Melissa because they are into the spirit spiritual world stuff a little okay. bit with their build. And uh, clearly I'm reaching out for anyone hmm. because I found a palm reader and I believe them. <laughs> oh my. Uh, and then <laughs> you're negative. 
Uh, are you going to reciprocate towards I Evan's character? I will reciprocate Evan. I think <laughs> I we have, again, clashing characters. Uh, we're upkeep that die tradition. Mm -hmm. um, he's too traditional to me. I don't understand any of this wolf garu business. Mm -hmm. I clearly, uh, he's just made up rules. All right. <laughs> Perfect. And then Aaron, finish this off. Who is your positive relationship? Positive is Evan, uh, and it's because he's the alpha. The silver yeah, fangs are the alpha, so the, the the wolf in me recognizes the alpha and is, accepts his his leadership. Absolutely, I think Would that makes be a lot of sense. Though. Silver fangs, notorious, uh, the well known leaders, uh, and then who is your negative relationship, Aaron? I hate to say this, it has to be Kipser because the red the red red talons are anti-technology and anti-weaver and that's what the glass walkers are all about so uh, her sense. her embodiment of of technology and her acceptance of the weaver runs completely contrary to uh, a red talons way of thinking so he doesn't I know how to drive a car yeah he does right uh Blasphemy. fantastic okay uh i figure out kick her out no 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 we need anarchy here let's overthrow this whole concept of of alpha so so now kipster plays the role of the person who likes technology and wants the steampunk in the game right yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's that'll be it. I think we'll 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 finish it there. I'll have some notes for you all over the next week about the cairn and the community and a, a NPC or two that you'll draw a connection to. But I think that's that should be it. Obviously, you should take some time, look back over your attribute distributions, your skill distributions, your specialties, all that kind of stuff, gifts, advantages. Um, if you have any questions about it, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at it and we'll sort it out for the next week. Anything you might have said on stream that you want to change between now and then we can definitely do. So it's not a big deal. Uh, but I think I think we'll end there. Uh, we'll we'll start up with these characters and the situation next week. Uh, and um, yeah, that's it. That's 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 werewolf character creation. So thank uh, you, everybody, for the massive hype train record hype train today all the the bits we are already starting off um by the way jeff you have multiple complications already Sweet. that i've been keeping track of for you and a ton of audience bits for us as well so yeah nice. i know cats that you gave me some uh i hate to tell you guys this there's no audience all of it is just goes towards the gm sorry we're gonna sort out how we're gonna use them i'm not sure how i want to use them i don't know if i want to just add extra dice to the pool because there's so many other ways to get dice so I'm, I'm not sure that's the best way to do it um that's what we do with hunter and i'm not sure it was the best thing so we'll talk out over and we'll figure out exactly how we're going to add the boosts in uh and go from there um why don't we do a couple close and plug stuff and then we'll get on out of here so jeremy we'll start with you you've got a patreon you like telling us about so tell yeah. us about it and raise on Patreon, get comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. Perfect. You're always so fast. I'm, I always like race to kind of go and like mute and then mute. <laughs> so fast. Uh, and then we'll just jump down to Aaron. Aaron, tell us about Garblag. So let's see. Uh, there's nothing on Friday, but next week on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can join Millie as she runs Coriolis. Then on Wednesday, Dan will be continuing our Warhammer 40K Death Watch campaign as a group of space marines fight Xenos threats um, and have a good time doing it. 
Uh, you can catch me in that. And then on Thursday, Lewis will be back at the same time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, running the Ballads of the Barding, which is the One Ring campaign on Garblag. All right. Fantastic. Links are in the chat. Or if you're watching this there on YouTube, check the show notes. There are links to everyone's stuff, including the, the Patreon uh, that... Uh, that Jeremy mentioned. Uh, okay, other things that we've got going on tomorrow night's our next game, Friday night. Aaron hops back into the the GMC as he's running us through some Conan. Probably the second to the last session, so we're getting near the I'm end. I'm taking a Yep, yep. All right. Uh, wondering on Saturday, and while I don't think it's our second to last episode, it's probably in probably four or five left. So come check that out. Uh, Monday, we're starting up a new game. Oh, gosh. Uh, so this is my third brand new game in a week. Uh, as we're starting a new game on Monday called Fragged Empire, we're doing another one of these Session Zero. So come, that one's going to be sci-fi, uh, space sci-fi, kind of a Mass Effect sort of, sort of vibe. So come check that out. Uh, Tuesday, we're starting another new game. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned that. Um, <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I'm not running this one, thankfully, uh, as Steven will do so. But you can see some of the faces here as we are playing. Uh, I forget what it is. Kipser, what are we playing again? It's men. It's men. <laughs> <laughs> a new that Marvel role playing game. X Men. Yes, uh, schools out is the title. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then in a week, in a week, we'll be back for more of this. Uh, thank you, to everyone, who hung out tonight. Thank you to those of you who threw out some bits and threw out some subs and such. I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually respond to them when they happened. I was reading a lot tonight, so. Uh, but I really do appreciate it. If you haven't yet followed the channel. Uh, whether it's on Twitch here or over on YouTube adventures and all like, I can, I would love for you to do so. It's how I define my worth as a human being. Uh, other than that, have a great rest of your night we'll see you next time. We're going to go ahead and raid lost caravan RPG. So follow that raid. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye.